Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett are back again, and I am thrilled to be here with you, Matt, today. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning, Garrett. I'm great, man. Thrilled to be here with you, as always. Thanks for having me on. Well, you're more than welcome. It's always great to have you on as a guest. You brought a great topic today. Being the guest, you brought an amazing topic. We're thrilled to go down this rabbit hole. Just a little housekeeping before we get started. If you want to know more about everything that we are talking about here, we have more and more people listening, Matt, that have not been to an installation or don't have a very in-depth background of Ninja. And I'm going to encourage you, if you want to go check out the highest level of education you can get, go to an installation or at least figure out an installation. You can find that through ninjaselling.com. If you want to get the starter version of figuring out about Wood Ninja, you can get the book on Amazon, which is the <laughs> it's Ninja Selling by Larry Kendall. My brain wants to throw a the on there. I don't know why. Uh, Ninja Selling by Larry Kendall. You can go check that out. And if you want to find more about coaching or other services that we have, you can find that all on ninjaselling.com. I think that's about enough of that, Matt. Do you see anything I missed? Oh, Garrett, I'll throw one other thing there too. A lot of people have been asking about the Ninja Planner. And right now, it's half off at the ninjaplanner.com if you want to use that. And the, you can even just buy Q3 and Q4. So if you're looking for something to help you organize your day, your week, and you like the handwritten planner, the Ninja Planner is on sale for the second half of the year. So head over to the Ninja Planner or just ninjaplanner.com for that. Just throwing those on there again. Yeah, we keep throwing the thes. Well, because the ninjasellingpodcast.com is where you can search our episodes. So, so if you're looking for something in particular, you can head over there, hit the little search button and search for something like real estate reviews or Ninja 9. A lot of people don't realize that. You can go on there and just look up time and it will show up every one that we've done on time management, possession of time, like all that stuff. You can look, find whatever you want. You said half off for the... Uh... Yeah, which makes sense. Half of the year has gone by. So it's not a 2019 version. <laughs> no, 2022. We're clearing out inventory. I'd recommend the quarterly books. I think the quarterly versions of it are the best. They're smaller, easy to carry with you. It's my personal favorite. I've actually had a lot of people comment on how much they like having the quarterlies because it's, it's just easier to manage. I, I think it's great. Done a good job with those. We have a lot of people that love them. All right. So topic. Topic. So we have the false flat market. Yes. I love this topic. He threw this in, a, in the pot of ideas. And I think it's important right now, Matt. We, we have a lot of people that are really trying to figure out what direction is this market heading in, specifically with appreciation for their clients. And there's lots of things I think are catching people off guard. They're overanalyzing it and freaking out, which we're going to do some stuff on freak out coming up. But there are some people that are just really struggling with trying to figure out, is this market going up? Is it going down? And I don't know if we said it on the podcast here a while back, Matt, but it, somebody said it to me. It might have been you. And they were saying, it's like when you're traveling at a car at 100 miles an hour, and then you slow down to like 30, and you feel like you can get out and walk. You're still moving forward. You're still progressing. But you're not traveling at the rate of speed that you're traveling at before. So it feels like you're going backwards. It's like, oh my gosh, this is slow. Like when you're racing off the racetrack and you get in a pit lane and they're going five miles an hour and you're going, I am going five and you're really going 20 because it just 
feels like five would be ridiculous. Yeah, it'd feel like a crawl. It's kind of where we're at right now. So, Matt, you brought this topic up. I'd love for you to jump in here because I think it's great. Yeah, so false flat is a um, common term, mostly used, I think, in um, cycling. And I used to use it a lot in running. It's this concept of when you're climbing a steep hill and you start to hit the crest of it and it feels like you're on a flat part of the road now, but you're actually still on a slight incline. And we call it a false flat because it's like, oh, you're feeling energy come back. I can start to pick up speed. I can start to do things. And you're like, wow, this is totally flat. Whereas if you got on that from a flat, it would feel like an incline. And we've seen this in the appreciation trends. Now, I know FHFA data for second quarter doesn't come out until the end of middle of next month. But if you look at some of the indexes, appreciation is still continuing in the housing market, just at a much slower rate, which is typical of the beginning summer months, right? And so the way I look at it is like, what if we look at this market as this false flat where there's still a ton of opportunity. And I think this is where we talk about the gap year. We talk about all the opportunity agents have to really make this year amazing. This is where races are won on the false flat because you can use a little bit more energy and speed. What comes next is always the question. After the false flat, many things can happen. You know, you can go around a bend, you can go downhill, or you might continue going uphill. And this happens a lot too, particularly when you're running or cycling where you get to a point where you're like, oh, good, I'm at the top of the hill, that false flat. And then you come around the bend and you look, you're like, oh, crap, there's more hill to go. It's like that moment that you've been searching for a bathroom and you think you found one and the door's locked. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And so I think we're on this false flat where... I'm not going to predict what happens next. A lot of people are out there predicting what happens next. I think there's still going to be tremendous opportunity, regardless of what happens. But I believe we're on this false flat, Garrett. And you had mentioned somebody saying, well, I think people are experiencing out there with sellers saying, why isn't my home selling over asking and all this stuff? And it's like, let's look at those sold prices. The median sold prices for similar product. We talked about this before. You got to pay attention to the product that's coming on the market as well. Has not really gone down in most markets. In fact, in most markets, I'm still seeing it either just kind of stay stable through, which by the way, staying stable through one month is nothing new. You know, this three, 4% appreciation in a, one month is not typically normal, which is what we've been experiencing. I'll go as far as it's not normal, it's not healthy. No, not at all. And so when you when you see like, oh, we're selling for the same price as the home that sold six weeks ago, it's like, and the problem is what? Like that's the false flat, right? So that's the concept. I think actually the way you described it with actually riding a bike, uh, I think everybody, I mean, if you've ever been on two wheels before, you can have that feeling when you're cranking up a hill or whatnot, and all of a sudden you get the nice flatter area, but it's not necessarily flat. I think that's a perfect example of kind of where we're at right now. And it's interesting because, again, I have a lot of agents that I work with out there, some of them that'll say things like, oh, prices are starting to come down. I'm like, well, what's making you say prices are coming down? Well, we're seeing price reductions. Okay. That also is a little combination of people not pricing properties correctly. They're still pricing them as if the appreciation is you know, ripping along. And they're like, oh, we can throw it up a little bit higher. Now, marketplace is slapping that down. 
at the same point, you'll get people that'll say, I wish I would have put my home on four months ago because I could have sold it for more. No, we're just not even seeing that also. There was a crazy feeding frenzy that felt like it was selling for more. But if you look at the actual prices of what those are selling for right now to four months back, you're not selling for any less. I'm not seeing anybody give up a whole bunch of money because they you know, are four months behind what they thought was the top of the marketplace. It just feels different. And I think this goes back to a lot of what we've talked about before, which is setting sellers' expectations of getting in this marketplace right now. Because if the expectations are set wrong, this false flat can freak people out. Yeah. Well, a lot can happen on a false flat. You can lose ground because a lot of people might relax a little bit. Or people who haven't been maybe doing things in a certain way can get eaten up on a false flat. I had a conversation with an agent in my neighborhood at the pool the other day. I was just like, so what are you seeing out there? Because he's not in my ninja world. So I was curious of some perspective outside the ninja world. He says, basically validated a lot of things we talked about, where it's like, yeah, if homes are ready to go, if they're presented well, then they still are getting multiple offers, right? People are still attracted to those things. But he said, you got to have everything in line. This is, we just talked about the listing launch. He said, it still blows my mind the people who don't use professional photography. He said, if I could look at one thing that is differentiating properties hitting the market that are getting the attention versus ones that aren't, it's appropriate pricing and using high quality photography. So that first impression out of the gate is strong so that they get the attention first and foremost. He said, because the demands just kind of just extended out a little bit. And I was like, it sounds like you're listening to the podcast almost. This is a realtor that you don't coach? No, he just lives down the street from me. All right. So you're just polling random realtors in the marketplace. I like it. Well, what it got me thinking about, and this is another interesting way to look at this too. I was just talking with one of our coaches and she said her husband, they're a husband-wife team. And she was saying that her husband has recently started asking their clients, their people, their friends in the community, what are you hearing out there in the marketplace right now? What's happening with real estate? And he's like, I am getting the most fascinating answers from people of, you know, either their uncertainty of what's going on out there or, you know, oh my gosh, we're watching all these price reductions happen. It's interesting. I think in this false flat time frame right now, there are so many amazing conversations that you can be having with your clients, with your database, with the people that you work with, but you got to choose to kind of engage them and open them up and see where they take you. But there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of misunderstandings right now. When you look at understanding like days on market and again, going back to price reductions and going back to absorption rates and going back to months of inventory, I've had so many conversations this last month about what are all the misleading pieces of information and what are all the pieces of information that we really should be paying attention to in all those stats right now. Because you can look at some and go, oh, yeah, inventory's up. This is happening. Days on market's up. Price reductions are happening. Oh, my gosh. And then there's one simple piece of information in the whole darn thing. What's like, but absorption rates up. We've talked a little bit about this in the past, but like the absorption rates are up across the marketplace. I've had so many people go, hey, I ran the numbers and the absorption rate's still up or it's actually higher than what it was last month. This is that false flat that you can very easily get caught up thinking that you're either on a flat or going downhill. When the reality is there's still a really strong marketplace happening under the surface right now. Just got some false signs kicking us around a little bit. Yeah. And so the way I look at this too is, okay, what's the opportunity? Because I, I can hear 
some people saying, well, you're saying this, Matt and Garrett, but I see X, Y, and Z. Inventory is growing. There are some homes that are selling, quote unquote, for less. And I know there are some markets, particularly like the condo market in Washington, D.C., has been a challenge for the past many years. And now it's becoming a little bit more of a challenge because as days on market increase for a market that's already tough, like it feels worse. And so what I would say is first assess, is this a feeling of the marketplace or is this actual stats, right? And look at the numbers because yes, a false flat can slow things down and it could lead to some people maybe trying to get ahead and getting aggressive, which could reduce pricing, right? Because I've heard this from a number of people who are like, well, my sellers just want to sell and they're ready to just cut price because they have so much equity. People are willing to just rush to reduce, right? And that can lead to some prices coming down temporarily. We don't know how this story ends. We're talking about reacting to a six to eight week market here of this false flat, which can be a self-fulfilling prophecy if enough people get on board with it, Garrett. If enough people go, oh, we just need to reduce, 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 that can drive a market down. But it would quickly get, I think, absorbed by incredible demand. And, and you could see this false flat move into, I don't know what the appropriate term would be, like a little gully, so to speak, that then turns into another incline. No matter what, doing things in a certain way launching your listings, guiding your buyers, making sure there's clarity becomes so crucially important during this phase, keeping your mindset strong. Because if you don't, if there is another incline that we hit, or if there's a downhill, you're going to be in the back of the pack. And if it's downhill, you're going to get stuck behind everybody who's hitting the brakes. And if you hit an incline, you're going to be so far behind the people who are already hitting it, that it's going to be hard to catch up. So it's interesting you mentioned the self-fulfilling prophecy. And that's a real thing that a lot of people don't seem to understand. This is where like the water cooler talks can be so dangerous. Because if you get enough people speaking the same thing, even though it might not be the right thing, but you get enough people focusing on the, the wrong thing, they'll go out and find it. They'll go make it happen. They'll create it if they want to. And I am seeing that start to happen in some of these marketplaces. And it's funny, as all it takes, and this is why I brought up all the, you know, what we look at to kind of determine what the market's doing. You can find it if you go looking for it. And I think that, you know, your job right now is to not predict how you're going to be successful in the real estate market moving forward. Your number one thing is how to figure out how to help your clients be successful with getting to where they want to go. And I think it's where a lot of agents are getting stuck about like, ah, oh, like, what are we going to do with all this stuff? It's like, no, 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 no. You just need to interpret the marketplace to help them get to where they want to go. But you do need to be careful about it, as you were just saying, because if you're going in there, guns are blazing, telling people the sky is falling and we're missing the market right now. And if we don't move fast, we're going to lose even more money. We got to get this thing priced right and coming in low. Like, yeah, you can all of a sudden start to drive the market in a different direction. The Real estate agents themselves sometimes don't realize how much power they have in the deciding factor of where a marketplace can go. You are a determining factor. And I think a lot of people just, they don't understand that they have that kind of influence on it, but you're a huge piece of the real estate world out there. You are the voice for a lot of people. They go to you to say, what are we seeing out here right now? What are we doing? And we get to, I'm not saying make up a narrative. I'm not saying be false about the narrative, but 
careful what you share, careful what you're giving out there. It's an emotional marketplace, right? And even when you look at the stock market, in, in some aspects, there's a lot of emotion that goes into people's buying and selling decisions. In real estate, when we're talking about primary residences, like it's a lot of emotion. And if you play those emotions of fear of what's going on, that could expand. Whereas if you just ask questions and help people refocus, like, hey, what are your goals? Where do you want to go? What happens long term? What's going to be our next move? How do we want to use this false flat to accelerate? Tour de France is going on right now. And I think everybody should go and watch it, right? If you want to get, get an idea of the concept of a false flat, go watch a mountain stage in the Tour de France, which you have another like, well, when does this come out? Might be towards the end of the Tour de France, but go watch the replay. These guys are pros, right? So everybody is using every opportunity to try to do better. Watch what they do at the false flat. They refuel, they grab their water. Sometimes the feeding sections are at these false flats, particularly in mountain stages, because it's a little easier to ride. And so refueling from a ninja aspect to me, Garrett, is going into that warm list, really asking questions instead of being predictive and reactionary to what people are saying about the market and the fear and all that stuff is ask more questions. Use this false flat as a way to refuel your business so that you can help people then come out of this and achieve their goals. I mean, Garrett, You've been doing this for a long time. You've seen a lot of different marketplaces that have kind of had these peaks and valleys and false flats. When people hesitate during the false flat, home buyers and sellers and agents really use that opportunity to connect with those people. What happens when we come out of that, regardless of which direction the market goes? So what I find more so is what happens is people go into panic mode. And we saw it happen back in 2007 and eight, nine. People went into panic mode. I'm not saying whatever we're seeing right now is going to resemble that at all, but that's a moment of change. And change provides us with these new directions that we're going to go in. And some people will refuel and recharge and reground, and some people will go into full-on panic mode. I referred to it as the calling of the herd back in 2008 because I was like, yep, all the ones are going to go into heavy panic mode. They're going to leave the business. And we saw a ton of people exit. Beginning of... 2020 was another period like that where all of a sudden major change, confusion. Some people grounded, got very, very, very simple in what they had going on and engaged their database, engaged the flow with people. And some of them went into full-on panic mode and went, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We're never going to sell a home again. Freak out. Some of them left the business. Some of them survived. I know some that pulled themselves through it. Some of them picked up and left, went and found different careers. We're kind of in a place right now of, again, it, it, it doesn't relate to anything that we saw before. The only piece that relates to it is massive kind of change, new world, things we haven't seen, things we haven't had to work with before. In my lifetime, at least my professional lifetime, I've never dealt with inflation like it is right now. And looking at, well, how does that affect the world around us? You know, gas prices, how does that affect the world around us? And what I know in my heart is, is that I've been through crazier marketplaces. People can stop for a second and take a breather. And we'll watch a lot of our population, general, like normal people, the ones that are living out here, general community, they're going to take a break and a pause and kind of just sit back and kind of wonder what's going on. And it's your job, this is the false flat, to be like, all right, refuel, recharge, get on the phone, connect with people, life changes handwritten notes, checking in on people. 
And what we know is, is coming out the backside of this is that real estate isn't going to stop. It's not. If you look at it with the right parameters in the right way, when we talk about life changes, none of this stuff stops. Whether it's crazy, I told somebody the other day, in short of like Armageddon, these things are going to continue going. So uh, unless that happens, let's just you know continue to move forward here, help our people. Usually what you'll do is you'll come out the backside of this time, crank it. More business than you know what to do with. It's usually where record months come out of. I have seen people that have made $300,000 in the entire year, the year before, and come through one of these times and have like a $100,000 plus month. Really common to come out of these little moments like this. So don't run, don't hide. Like this is a golden opportunity, this false flat that's kind of sitting in front of us right now. But you got to engage it. It's funny you say about record months. I mean, I just had a client in June hit a, I don't know if it was a record might have been. It was pretty darn close in terms of GCI in June, which was a month everyone's like, oh, what's going on? And there's opportunity everywhere. And I think that's what I would like everybody to take away from this is the false flat is the opportunity. This is the opportunity zone. Because when appreciation's cranking and all that stuff, like everybody's riding it. Everybody's going after it. Same thing on, on the downside right now. The, I guess the opposite in terms of effort, if you think about cycling, if you're going up, you know, it's easier in cycling, it'd be harder. If you're going down in real estate, it's harder in cycling, it'd be easier. So just flip those things around. But the false flat is the opportunity zone because everybody's going to have the struggles when the struggles happen. Everybody's going to have the easy coasting when the easy coasting is available. So use this time as your opportunity to put your distance on everyone else. You know, while everyone else is just kind of like, oh no, refuel, board. Real estate reviews. We just talked about that on the prior episode. This is the time to do that so that you can explode your business in the second half of this year. It's going to be a good thing. If I was selling real estate right now, and I know we just did a podcast on this, but that would be my number one way of refueling my business right now is every single person in my database. And I know some of you mail them out and you have great results with mailing them out. I'm just telling you my personal business, if I was selling real estate is Every single person would have a sit down meeting with me and we would go through their real estate and I would find a way to sit down with them. I would get very creative on this is why this is so important. This is why you need to know this information. I don't care what you do with it, but at least you know where you stand in this marketplace and what we've just been through. You know, we've been through a historic marketplace is what we've just been through. This marketplace will be talked about forever. It will be analyzed. It will be broken down over what can happen after or during a pandemic because it's something that nobody has ever seen in real estate before. It's a historic time. This is a time to regroup and to sit down with your people and be like, let me show you what a historic moment looks like and how it affected our real estate in a moment that we thought was going to be one of the scariest things we could ever have for real estate in personal wealth and whatnot. Look what happens with the economy. It's a golden information. So be their source of information. Be their trusted advisor. And I will say, during times of uncertainty, during times of change, this is where you get to provide fabled service. This is where you get to be somebody that they are going to look at as their trusted advisor who has the deep smarts and understands what's going on. You have that opportunity in your hand right now. Don't miss it. Don't let that go. The way you said that is so perfect because talking about the historic aspect of this and connecting with your homeowners and saying, hey, thank God you owned a home during this time, right? Because the amount of equity and appreciation you, you've gained, 
you know, has, has set you up for opportunity as well. So what a great conversation to have with your people. Love that. Home run on that one for sure. So there's your false flat. There it is. Great topic, Matt. Well done. Thanks for bringing that one. Yeah. Hey, thanks for chewing it out with me a little bit on this one. You don't have great topics all the time, but this was a good one. Yeah, I know. Uh, sometimes um, I'm bringing the B game. Today it was the A game. <laughs> I understand. At least it doesn't bother you. I, that's one thing that always impresses me is you just don't get bothered by it. Yeah. You got to just kind of just keep that mindset strong. You're like, okay, look to the future. Let's go. Everything I can do from today moving on, right? And thank everybody who's listening for going through all those B-rated topics that I tend to bring up every now and then, but sticking with us through it so that you can show up and, and listen to some of these A topics. I mean, everything that Garrett brings is always an A topic as well. So, Well, Matt does an amazing job. Matt, actually, uh, you bring a tremendous amount of... Again, I look at like topics like this, and they make you stop and have to look at everything from a different angle. And this was a really good topic today. So sorry for being uh, uh, punchy about it, but thanks, man. No, you don't have to apologize. I felt like it. I was like, I don't know. I don't know why I felt like I had to apologize. You're right. Well, I'll say everyone, thank you for listening. As Garrett said at the beginning, if you want to join our amazing community on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash The Ninja Selling Podcast, you get access to not just Garrett and myself in there, but all of our coaches, instructors. Larry Kendall is in there commenting on people's posts. Even some other big names in real estate like Michael Mayer, who wrote The Seven Levels of Communication, is very active with inside the Ninja Selling Podcast community. So do yourself a favor and get into that community and peruse around. Somebody had made a post the other day saying they hit the search button at the top of the group and was just searching through topics and ideas. Like That's a great way to see what people have shared. People have shared their real estate reviews with photos, with videos. We did a whole thing on buyer packets and pre-listing packets. If you search, there's a lot of content deep within that group that you can use to level up your business, increase your connections with people. And so definitely hop in there and head over to ninjaselling.com for all of your information about ninja selling and installations, coaching, and all of those great things. And if there's anything that we can do for you, just let us know. Appreciate you guys very, very much. Yeah, we're here. Thank you all. Appreciate you tons. And Matt, thanks again. Thanks, man. See you later. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.